Welcome, my name is Michael Aceta. I'm the founder of Matador Canine Brilliance and author of the Dog Training Cheat Codes. You're listening to the Acknowledged Dogs Podcast. Cryptocurrencies. Is your dog going to invest in them? Probably not. They're probably not going to because they have no idea what a crypto is. I barely even know what a crypto is, but I do know that many people think it's just a fad. It's in today, it's going to be gone tomorrow. And many other people believe it is here to stay. It's going to revolutionize the monetary system for the planet. Maybe for multiple planets, for the universe. When we take over Mars, not that we're taking it from anybody, maybe. Maybe there's aliens over there. But maybe crypto will be the way that the entire universe works off of until we meet aliens and they tell us of some other monetary system that we get excited about. What I want to talk about today and and why I want to bring crypto into dog training is that crypto seems to be a fad that will come and go and there will be something else to take its place and oftentimes that happens in dog training. Not that our dogs change, but human beings for whatever reason love the next best thing, the most exciting thing. Something new that they can implement into their daily life only for a short period of time. Maybe it works better, maybe it doesn't. I remember when I was younger, the new fad of style of jeans and uh, different shirts. I remember skinny jeans being very popular. I tried skinny jeans, and they don't work. (laughs) I was uh, immobile, couldn't really move much, and I have very, very large legs from doing martial arts. I have very large legs, and skinny jeans just did not work. In fact, regular jeans was difficult to find. So I just opted for the most comfortable jeans I could find. And that then became into style. So when it comes to crypto, when it comes to training your dog, I want you to watch out for certain things that pop up that you maybe go, ooh, that's great, let me try that. And I want you to be wary of that because you got to do your research on is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Is it something that people are pushing right now because a new company came out with it? I saw an ad the other day for e-collars. The 10 best e-collars to help with stubborn dogs. Of course, the people who wrote the article were number one on the e-collar list. Right, That company, I won't say who it was, but that company made a list of the best e-collars, and I think three or four of them were the e-collars that that company sold, and they were among the top five. So clearly, there is some evil in marketing and becoming the next best thing, the fad. I don't want you to jump on the fad wagon. I don't want you to jump on the trends of, ooh, let's try this, let's try that, let's try this, let's try that. One fad that I saw maybe two, three years ago was wrapping the leash behind the dog's legs when they were going for a walk, and this would tighten around their stomach and stop them from pulling. No sooner did that go into fashion than it came out of fashion. Why? Because it doesn't work. It worked very briefly for a a handful of dogs that were shown in videos, and then when people went to go implement it, the dogs were getting injured. I wonder why. It's because it's not a good idea to wrap something around your dog's waist, around their stomach, especially when they're pulling. just doesn't make any sense. So there are some tried and true training methods, techniques, and trends, if you want to call it, that have never left. They've never left. They are so consistent. And that's actually number one, consistency. (laughs) They're so strong in the dog training history 
that it would be foolish to ignore them and go for something more modern. Okay, number one is consistency. Every single dog trainer, every single dog trainer knows consistency is important. You must have the consistency, regardless of whether you're a force free trainer, whether you're using treats, whether you're using corrections, whether you're a balance trainer, whether you're an old school, you know, I'm just going to let my dog do their own thing. Consistency is vital for training. Without consistency, your dog becomes confused. They become sometimes irritated and frustrated, and they can even lead to aggression. But without the consistency, you have no way to measure anything, and you have no way to progress through your training plan, whatever that training plan may be. Well, maybe I just want my dog to walk nice next to me. If you don't have any consistency, you're doing one thing, your husband's doing another thing, your kids are doing a third thing, the dog goes, okay, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to do my own thing. Now everybody's all over the page. If everyone on the house is consistent, we're all going to wait for the dog to calm down. We're going to have treats with us when we go for a walk. We're going to make sure that the dog is right next to our leg. And there's no pulling involved. There's no stopping involved. And we go for the entire walk, rewarding and praising the dog for doing everything we like. Now we have a good, solid training plan. That consistency is vital. And until you get to a certain point, you have to stay consistent with that for an extended period of time. Yes, at a certain point, you can stop being as consistent because the dog is conditioned to doing that behavior appropriately. Training shouldn't take the entire dog's life, at least one aspect, I mean. right? You could do loose leash walking for six months. It shouldn't be six years. It should be six months, and now we start to work on other things because loose leash walking is solid. And if you're a very good trainer, you could do that in a week. If you're consistent, that consistent with your dog and you do the next couple of things well, then it's effortless. It's effortless for you. Now, the second thing that is tried and true is the right information. You have to have the right information. If you do not have the right information, you are just guessing. And sometimes it works. I was working with a trainer the other day. They were asking me for advice on some things. The right information was half there, and they were successful. But it was simply because they followed the other rules, the consistency, and the other things I'm going to talk about today. Because they were consistent, the dog finally got it. But the right information would have made it 10 times easier for them. If you're struggling with what information I'm talking about and how to do certain things, I want to give you a 14-day free trial to Matador University. This is an online platform that coaches you through obedience, daily life skills, manners, reactivity, and so much more. Head over to matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial, matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial to get started with Matador University, the best online platform for dog training there is. Getting the right information is going to help you accelerate your training. If you don't have the right information, again, if I told you, hey, I want you to go from point A to point B, but I gave you no instructions, eventually you might get there. You could go around the entire planet, and eventually you will get there. Mathematically, it's possible. But if I gave you the right information, if I gave you the roadmap, it's going to make it 10 times easier for you to get there. That's why GPS is so important. Sure, I could give you a giant map, and you could figure it out on your own, but it's going to take you longer. First, got to orient the map. If you don't know what that means, it means you have to line it up with where north is and where north is on the map. If you have the map upside down and you're trying to follow it upside down, you could be going the wrong direction. And now you're getting further away from your destination 
than where you want to go. The goal is to get you closer to your target, not further away. So you need the right information to do that. Well, do I punish my dog? Do I reward my dog? Do I do neither? Do I do both? Do I use a slip lead? Do I use a prong collar? Do I use an e-collar? Do I use treats? Do I use chicken? Do I use ham? Do I use hot dogs? What is the right information? It can be very broad and general, or it can be very specific and tight. The right information is going to make it 10 times easier for you. Number three, this is a tried and true. We we already have consistency. We have the right information. And now it's mechanics. Mechanics. You need the right mechanics. What do I mean by that? If you are sloppy in your dog training, if you are just kind of guessing, going with the wind, again, it's going to take you longer. This ties in with the right information. You have to have the right knowledge, the principles, if you will. And then you have to have the mechanics down. If you don't have the mechanics, you don't know what you're doing, how to do it, and it's going to take you longer to train your dog. Because you have the consistency down, yes, your dog will get trained. There's no doubt about that. Consistency is number one. If you are consistent with whatever you do, whether it be in a positive light, a good light, or in a negative light, right? you're rewarding your dog consistently or you're punishing your dog consistently. At some point, your dog's going to catch on. Animals are very adaptable. So when you finally get to that point where they're trained, you'll look back and you'll notice that it was consistency. But if you have the mechanics down, you understand that if you're using a clicker and you click, pause one second, and then give a treat, that is the best way to possibly do it, that is good mechanics. right? It shouldn't be click, give a treat immediately. Click, one, 1,000, give a treat. And the treat shouldn't be visible. right? The treat should be almost hidden to where the dog doesn't know there's a treat available. They just hear the click, and then they go for it. If the dog's too focused on the treat or the reward, they're not paying attention to the click, and that is bad mechanics. We could even go as far as to say, well, where do we deliver the reward? Do I deliver the reward in front of me? Do I deliver the reward off to the side of me? Do I toss the reward away? Do I have my dog go get the reward from a third party, another individual? Do I have the dog go get a reward from a food bowl? Where am I presenting the reward? That is all a part of mechanics. And depending on what your goals are, if you're going to be doing sport work, if you're going to be doing competition work, if you're going to be doing um, patrol work, if you're a police dog handler, any of those things, if you're going to be doing something like that, it's important to know where is the reward going to be and how do I teach that? What are the mechanics behind that? If this excites you and you want to learn more about the mechanics and how to do everything so precisely, I want to give you, again, for a 14-day free trial to Matador University, where we go over the mechanics and demonstrations to help guide you through the process of training your dog effortlessly. MatadorCanine.com slash 14-day trial. MatadorCanine.com slash 14-day trial. The link will be in the description. If you have the mechanics, it's clearer to your dog. They do not get as confused. And training is 10 times faster. 10 times faster. 10 times faster. I'm going to say it a fifth time. (laughs) 10 times faster. If you have the mechanics down, if you have the principles down, if you are consistent with your dog, it makes it so much easier for you to do literally anything with them. Any goal you have is easier if you have consistency, if you have the right information, the principles, and you have the mechanics down. I was working with a 
owner. And every three weeks, she would cancel her session. Every three weeks. We had scheduled out, okay, it's going to be an 18-week program. We're going to do six sessions. And every three weeks, she would cancel her session. I finally said, hey, are you not working with your dog? I just flat out asked her, are you not working with your dog? She said, I'm just not working with them enough to see any change right now. And I don't want to waste my session. I said, I understand. But if we don't have a session, I can't tell you what we need to fix in order for you to train better. And so we had a session. It found out she was not consistent. Sometimes she'd train three times a day, four times a day if she had the energy. And sometimes she wouldn't train for a couple of days. That's a problem. Because now the dog gets used to listening one out of seven days. Not every day. And so we had to, I literally wrote down her schedule. I said, okay, right here is where you're going to train. Right here is where you're going to train. Right here is where you're going to train. And we went through the process of, hey, this is where you're going to train. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I'm going to email and text you to make sure you train at that time on that day. If you don't, you're just wasting your time. And that was valuable to her. So she said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll do it. And she had, to, she had to send me her notes. She had to write back into me and say, hey, you know, this is what I did for this session. Great. Now we can have some consistency. You need the consistency. If the consistency is not there, you're going to have a problem. Now, the right information I deal with constantly. I have clients and trainers who ask me questions. They say, well, I saw this online. I saw this online. I saw this online. I saw this online. I have no problem with clients doing more research. I love that. I love that they're dedicated. I love that they're in, uh, you know, involved in their dog's training. But I often ask them, before you do your research, come ask me. Not because I'm a, you know, a god <laughs> and I need to have full control. But I do have years of experience. Almost 10 years of professional dog training experience. I have an animal science degree with a bachelor, uh, bachelor's of technology in animal science. I spent four years stuttering, stuttering, (laughs) clearly stuttering, four years studying dogs. I've worked with over 12,000 dogs. Ask me information and I will give you exactly what you need to know. Ten times faster than you trying to find it on the internet where there's biased reviews and opinions. And like I mentioned earlier, there's people who just make articles very biasly towards themselves to try to get more marketing and publicity. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. And then the mechanics. That that one's an easy for my clients because we're going over all of those things together. It's more difficult for a, a trainer or someone who's been competing with their dog to give up the old mechanics. That's very difficult. One of the hardest things of training your dog is reteaching yourself new habits or fixing your old habits. So the mechanics are insanely difficult for some people. Very easy for others, right? If this is your first dog, it's going to be very easy for you to pick up these new skills and start implementing them right away as long as you have the right mechanics, right? You're not just going on YouTube saying, oh, this guy looks to, like seems to know what he's doing. You got to have somebody you trust who can show you what they're talking about and explain it in depth or not so in depth to make it easier for you to understand. That's what I hope to do with my platform on social media as well as this podcast. I'd love to give you the in-depth knowledge, but I also like to make it down and make it easier so that you can fully understand it and start to implement it. Because if you don't understand it, you can't implement it. Right? If you have all the information in your head, but you can't implement it in a way that matters, then what was the point of learning it? If you have the mechanics 
and you have the right information and you fully understand it, you and your dog will have an amazing relationship. But you can't do that if you don't fully understand the principles and the mechanics. And if you are not consistent, the dog training information that you have in your brain will do you no good. And that's oftentimes what happens. People want to learn more, want to learn more, want to learn more, but then they fail in the consistency part. And because they fail in the consistency part, they don't ever train their dog. If you keep going to YouTube trying to type in, how do I get my dog to walk on leash? And then you try it for 30 seconds and it doesn't work. You have a consistency problem, not an information problem. You have a consistency problem. So what you need to do is pick one thing you're going to do. Whatever makes the most sense to you and whatever you align yourself with, probably morally. Right? I don't want to correct my dog. Okay, so we're going to use treats. Great. You have to stick to a training program consistently for it to succeed. You can't just keep getting information from YouTube and trying the next best thing. That is where training falls apart. That's where the future of training is going to be a problem for many individuals. So much information is pushed out into the internet right now that if you're trying 800 things that you saw on TikTok this morning, you're never going to train your dog. You need to grab one piece, go, okay, I really like what that person said. It makes so much sense to me. I understand the principles. I understand the mechanics. Now I'm going to do it for the next 14 days. See if there's any progress at all. If there is, great. Now I can move on to step two or step three. Consistency is probably your big, your biggest problem whenever you look at dog training. What am I not being consistent with? If I have the information and someone's coaching me through the mechanics, am I being consistent enough? That's my question for you today. Are you being consistent enough? If you're not, this is a wake-up call for you. I'm glad you listened to this episode entirety so you could hear that. Are you being consistent with your dog? Thank you guys for listening. Again, that 14-day free trial is available at matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial. Matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial. Go take advantage of it before I get rid of the 14-day trial. We'll see. Maybe it'll stick around for a little while. But go take advantage of it right now so that you can start being consistent, you have the right information, and you are understanding the mechanics to your full extent so you can enjoy more and do more with your dog. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.